0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
2: per order. Additional terms apply. The
0: other guy started. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: And so that's what they're, that's the kind of competition they want to and set I think up.
0: They, it they, seems that they want Mason Rudolph to be the other American gladiator. They here.
2: don't want it to be even. Heaven forbid, God forbid, they bring in someone who is seen as having the leg up on Kenny in the competition. And that's what I don't get here. Like, what I would be doing if I were in their shoes, I would be trying to build right now the best quarterback room possible. Within reason, like if they're telling me it just doesn't make sense to invest in Kirk Cousins because he wants two years, a hundred million dollars, and for most teams, that would just do such a number on their cap and future caps that it. It just it's it's it isn't realistic. It's unfeasible. Okay, okay, like that. I agree with you know risk reward cost benefit analysis. That's what you're paying Omar Khan to do for somebody like that. Even though among the available quarterbacks, he's got the best track record. I would say recently, I understand that that's like a non starter thing. But other than that, I would leave no stone unturned, and I wouldn't start with this. Well, we really we're, really really want to give Kenny the chance and first dibs and because that's our opinion of him it blocks or interferes with or prevents us from exploring things that might give us the answer we're craving at quarterback I mean Art said things about Kenny after the season like you you've brought this up questions about like his ability like what he was doing in the huddle and then reading defenses so even from the owner, there's at least a little bit of doubt there
0: in the guy. Well, what, what bothers me about it is the kind of doubts that he expressed. It wasn't Kenny was obviously good, but he needs to stay healthy or something like Kenny obviously has the ability to throw a lot of touchdowns. We saw that this year. He needs to cut down on his turnovers, like his decision making, which I think is sort of an evolutionary process for a quarterback like Josh Allen, for example, like uh, we maybe want to see him throw a few fewer picks, but ultimately we're happy. He's talking about basic fundamental things for the position. Guys guys like CJ Stroud already do them one year in. And yet, even with those questions about Kenny and not all questions about a player are created equal, those are big ones. Those are bad ones to be asking 24 starts in. They want this to be a rigged game. And yet the guy that that publicly, again, according to Jerry who again has the best relationship with the owner, that they seem to want to be the understudy in this competition. The guy starting with a 10-second delay is the one player that all of Kenny's teammates actually have seen play in a Steelers uniform, and many of whom seem to like.
2: So even that part of the process is ass backwards. Okay, I I, I said this. I'm sure we could go back and find the audio, or maybe we sent it out at some point. I'm not going to... I get a lot of... I almost cursed. Crap. I've gotten a lot of stuff wrong, okay? I was dead wrong about Pickett. My prediction on what he was going to be and what he was going to do for the Steelers, it really could not have been a worse prediction. It's in the annals. It's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Bad, Bad take. I said to you when the season ended that I thought two things were going to happen at quarterback. Number one, that the owner was not going to want to dump Kenny Pickett, Mm -hmm. that he was going to be patient, and he was going to want to give him a third year. And then I also said to you, that I thought the owner would want Mason Rudolph more than anybody else because they drafted him. And at other points in Rudolph's career when Art has talked, he's almost has come across like a guy that feels sorry for Mason, that thinks that he's been dealt the crappy hand, or hasn't been treated fairly, the Jets game, or remember, hasn't
0: been treated right. Remember the Jets game? He he like tried to seize on Mason having that touchdown drive and said he got hurt. It was really and, unfortunate that he got knocked out of that game. And that's
2: why I said to you, even though the coach is not a Mason Rudolph fan it probably doesn't want him if he had his druthers, I could see the owner saying, hey, hey Mike, he won games for us. Let's get something done with Mason Rudolph. And that's just the way that Dulac is talking in this chat. That's what it sounds like. Then it's going to be Kenny one and Rudolph two, unless Mason blows them off. Or gets blown
0: away with an offer that they legitimately don't have any interest in. That's the one way way it
2: doesn't happen, is if Rudolph says, actually guys, don't want to play there, and it just so happens that I got a phone call from the Detroit Lions just to make up a team, although that wouldn't make a lot of sense, and I'd rather take their offer.
0: Well, that, I think Art is probably hoping that doesn't happen, but you know something I've said all along about this is much like with Ben's pay cut, I wonder how many people within the organization are hoping another team makes him an offer that he obviously can't refuse. Remember that? Like, is Tomlin hoping that? Is Omar hoping that as a as the actual GM, that somebody swoops in there with two years, $12 million, and they say, well, that's silly, we're not going to pay you that much
2: money to be the I backup. feel fairly certain in saying that I think Tomlin would be hoping for that. Based no, on I think the way like... That-
0: yeah, I think Mike is. I think Art might be the only guy in the organization hoping that doesn't come to pass.
2: Donnie, you've already given one nuclear uh, take. hyperbolic take to start today's show. Your reaction to reading that the Steelers are only interested in Russell Wilson as a backup quarterback?
3: It just doesn't really make sense. I mean, it's the, the luxury of what his price will likely be, which I think is something that we've pointed out to people. Like, oh, you could get him for, what, $1.3 Like, very, very little money by today's standards. Like, yeah, you have the thought of, well, that's not starter money, so maybe he could be the backup, but he should not just – that wouldn't make any sense. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to sign this guy who, yeah, he's on the downturn of his career, but he's been there and done that, and he's had one bad season in a dozen. Yeah, he'll come here and be the backup. Behind a guy who has thrown thirteen well, that, touchdown passes. That's in why. Two I, that's why
2: Dulac is saying it's not going to happen because he doesn't think that Russell Wilson would accept being the backup. It's but just, it's it's just. I, mean, that, I wouldn't if I was him. It's just. I that. certainly
0: wouldn't accept being Kenny's backup it's just, if I were him. It's just
2: that premise to begin with.
0: Yeah, the idea you're, that it wouldn't even be a discussion amongst who's the better guy to be the
3: starter. It's clear Kenny's
0: number one. You're only
2: interested in bringing him here as a backup. It's crazy. I
3: think. I think what Chris said a few minutes ago is is pretty right. Like, they're they're playing a rigged game here because we know at the very top they want this to work so but badly. But
2: why, okay, so that's and why... They
3: want it. they want it to work a very specific
0: so way. So that's
2: why you think they're rigging the game because they want the homegrown pit product to, what, make him feel better in the long run about the Marino mistake? I mean, is that what you guys they, are implying? I, I've, I've
0: implied on multiple occasions... I don't I think, think they want to look dumb. They don't want to look dumb, but the, the problem here Why, is... for giving up
2: on a quarterback after two years? On the you off, think would make on the look off dumb? chance
0: that somebody else eventually picks him up and he resurrects his career and stop number two. But he's
2: not going anywhere yet. He's on your team for two more years. I
0: know, but I think that they do understand this much. If you bring in somebody and that person starts over him, you can say all you want. Hey, if that guy flounders, even if it's Wilson, six games in, you can pull the ripcord. Kenny's done, mentally. If he's, if he's not the starter he's done
1: of having someone of the kind of 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 the kind of competency level that I believe Arthur Smith possesses as a coordinator I believe Arthur Smith is going to whoever he gets a hold of in that offense with Mike overseeing it I think he's going to have the same kind of effect on this quarterback that he had on Ryan Tannehill when Ryan took over for Marcus when Arthur was offensive
2: coordinator down in Tennessee Lewis Riddick going to bat for Kenny Pickett first part of that I agree with Pickett did not have a competent offensive coordinator. And even though there are things you can poke holes in regarding Arthur Smith's resume, Smith is clearly better than Canada. Smith did such a good job in Tennessee, he became a head coach in the NFL. But if I'm on that show with him, then I'm in the mood to get into an argument. Which you almost always are. Here's what I would say back. Why wasn't Arthur Smith able to do that with quarterbacks in Atlanta? Like Desmond Ritter? Why wasn't he able to take Marcus Mariota and make him a better quarterback? Resurrect his career. Yeah. How
0: how far into Mariota's career was he? About the same time Tannehill was into his when Arthur Smith got a hold of him? Were they roughly the same? I think Mariota was younger. He had been in the – what was he, 2014? Actually, maybe he was older because he had been been with the Raiders – he was the 2015 draft because he went two after Winston, right? Yep. And then Tannehill was in like the 2012 draft, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not that much of a gap pony is I guess what I'm saying. You know what I mean? They, he might have been a year or two older, but still roughly around the same point in his career, having been that, left for dead a little bit. That answer just makes
2: it sound like Arthur Smith is a quarterback whisperer. And if he was a quarterback whisperer, he would still be a head coach in Atlanta right now. Because he would have found a way to win more games in a horrible division, in a wretched division, in a division where a team with a losing record won the division last year, 2022. He would have found a way to get one of those guys that he had and make them better and make them competent. Yeah.
0: Instead, (laughs) Des... I don't actually follow him for whatever reason, but Warren Sharp put together like a supercut of all of Desmond Ritter's just atrocious interceptions last year, which you would at least put somewhat on coaching, right? What is this guy doing? How is he being coached? Basically, saying they were the team that should have won that division, but their quarterback play was so bad. If if Desmond that it Ritter, cost them.
2: if Desmond Ritter were coached by the Steelers' offensive coaches last year, I think they would have made the playoffs in Atlanta. Because he wouldn't have turned the ball over. They would have just had him play it extremely close to the vest, and that probably would have been good enough.
0: 12 interceptions for for Desmond Ritter and 12 total fumbles, which counts fumbles lost and recovered. So 24 times the ball was either put on the ground or put into the hands of an opposing player.
2: Uh, Plexico Burris, you guys remember him? Yes. He caught a pretty memorable touchdown to win a Super Bowl.
0: Not for the Steelers, but yes.
2: Two times a Steeler. How many people do you think
0: even remember his uh, second tour with the old squad? Not many, I feel like.
2: I was told when I was in my early 20s that I looked like a white Plexico Burris.
0: Take the hat off for a second. Well, now you're not in your early I 20s. I used to have years.
2: a shaved head back then. I kind of can see it, actually. Have you
3: guys ever seen the side-by-sides with uh, Troy Aikman and Jay-Z? Yes, I, have. I actually have seen those. Yep. Yeah. No, those are
2: legit. I was told that. But anyways. Yes. Uh, he went on his Fox Sports radio show, and he threw out a name for Steelers quarterback that we haven't heard yet. So credit to him for coming up with something original now that he's in the media game. When I say this to people, they kind of look at me, and they're like, well, he's not the, the most desirable guy, but he fits, and it's Sam Donald. I think he fits what Pittsburgh wants to do right now. Listen, he, he he's not... Young Ben Roethlisberger, he's not a bad quarterback. If you give him the opportunity, they're going to run the football. You're going to get the ball to 14. You're going to get the ball to DJ Deontay Johnson and fire move and sit behind this run game and just deliver the football. That's all they want to do. It's not actually the craziest thing I've ever heard. Because of this, Darnold always plays well against the Steelers. And they just have this fascination with guys – who when they would run into them head-on, heads-up, if somebody's got a history of being a Steelers killer or being a good player against them, when they become free agents, they have a tendency to pick those guys up. And Darnold would be a backup. He wouldn't get signed to be... He would be Kenny's quote-unquote competition where he couldn't actually win the job in training camp in the preseason and then would have to wait for Kenny to really really stub his toe.
0: I really can't stand the fact that they're obsessed with players who play well against them. I There's know-
2: no denying though, that Jets game, Donnie was there. That guy looked good the in Panthers- that game against them, man. The Panthers game where
0: Trubisky looked really good last year. Darnold didn't play poorly. Like he made some Donnie's been at
2: both the Darnold starts against the Steelers. You gotta back me up I on this? The guys look the guys look good in both games. You know what
0: he also has that Plex didn't mention there? He's kinda got wheels, man. He's it- got an arm. I, I know. Have you seen his long touchdown run that he had for the Jets? That one where he just bounces
3: off people and he just scampers right up the gut, basically. Yep. That also made me think, though. I know it's only one game. I want to say, but didn't Russell Wilson have like a five touchdown Russell Wilson had two
0: great games
2: against the Steelers, both there and then one here.
0: Justin Fields' great game against the Steelers.
2: Yep, but Art's, Art wants what Art wants. Who's the, worst yes, actual, and Rudolph.
0: who's the worst actual football player that's still active in the league that they would want under the balled-out-against-us banner?
2: Tebow decides to come back.
0: Oh, that's pretty tough to top right there. Can't we say this is probably why they brought on Jacoby Jones?
3: Man, he used to shred them. Yep, Like every then, game, that dude was taking And, and then the back. only
0: time he was better uh, than that against them was when he put on a Steelers jersey and was about the worst player I've ever oh, seen. Oh, he was awful. I think he was—he's probably involved in the single one play that Pony analyzed more than any other in Tomlin's career. Tomlin stepping out of the way of the oncoming action. I Still
2: think he did that on purpose. Did you rip him for it? I, I was still a, a pretty big Tomlin fan then, so probably not.
0: It's hard to imagine. It's like somebody telling me like what pictures were like in black and white when they didn't have color film. You're saying like, oh yeah, I was a big Tomlin fan. That's like a different world.
2: Fan Highline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Mike Florio, doing a great job at Pro Football Talk, NBC Sports, at the Combine in Indianapolis, and now back with us here on 93.7 The Fan. Mike, uh, Pittsburgh's been reacting today to this NFL PA survey that gave Art Rooney an F as an owner. Uh, These are from his own players So your reaction to that, one of the best owners in football, uh, getting an F from Steelers players today.
1: Well, look, I think it's great that the union does this, that this is a way to hold people accountable in a way that they aren't held accountable. And the people in the NFL held the least accountable by anyone is the owners. I haven't had a chance yet to really study the survey, but any owner – Any team that gets bad marks in this must. There's no excuse for not drilling down to figure out exactly why it happened and to rectify it. I think back to last year, the first year the union did this. The Chiefs had bad marks. Clark Hunt had bad marks. I don't know what they did to try to make it any better. I don't know whether people thought it was a one-time thing. I'm glad it's not a one-time thing. So it's time for Art Rooney to look in the mirror. It's time for Art Rooney to understand, talk to players, player leadership. What can I do differently? What can I do better? There's a disconnect there. There's something missing causing players to put that kind of a grade on ownership, especially when the coach gets an A. Something's off. And if Art Rooney cares, and some of these owners probably don't, but if Art Rooney cares about it, He needs to figure out exactly what it is that causes these players to view him the way they do. Then what are the consequences if he doesn't? None. (laughs) It's not like he's getting fired. That's the best thing about being an owner of an NFL team. It's the only job in the world you can't get fired from unless you push it so far that they band together and investigate you and they find enough dirt and you get forced out like Dan Snyder. So there are no consequences as a practical matter. However, at some point, If you're getting dragged down to the bottom of these rankings, it can be a factor in whether and to what extent you win the jump balls for free agents. I don't think Rooney getting an F is enough to make a difference when the head coach is getting an A, because it's not like the owner is walking around the locker room. I still just think it's a matter of basic pride. And also, if you truly care about your job and how you're perceived and why people perceive you this way, that's what I would want to know. Because I'm sure Art Rooney doesn't intend to present himself in a way that causes players to give him an F. But whatever it is, whatever he's doing, something's missing. So if he really cares about it, he would try to find out. But yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't change a damn thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But if Rooney cares about seeing that F next to his name, it should change a lot, starting with sparking real curiosity on why that grade was what it is.
0: Well, apparently Clark Hunt didn't do a lot of introspective work here because he got an F- minus in this one after getting a bad grade last year. Rooney is two straight years of bad ones, too. Um, Of all these categories that they put in this, Mike, which one do you think actually pertains the most or has the most impact on how a team performs on the field? Like the locker room, training room, training staff, like all that stuff. Which one do you think teams would hope uh, that's maybe not personal-related, like head coach, that they would do well in?
1: Well... You want to do well with your facilities. You want to do well with the things that make a job easier for players because the good teams can then use that to get an edge when it's time to go out and convince the people who have options to come play for them. That makes a difference. And if a team uses it the right way, if you can pay a little bit less than other teams have to pay to put your team together you get a little bit of an edge. It's like having extra cap dollars. If you're able to undercut the teams that aren't doing well. So the teams that are doing well in this survey, they are selling themselves short. If they don't do everything they can to use that as a way to, to help recruit players. Now I'll say this on top of it. I can see some teams, even if they have good marks, not wanting to give any of it credence because then you acknowledge it has power you give power to the union. And if you get bad marks in the future, that can that can blow up in your face. But you know, it's not like grading on a curve. It's not like there's a certain number of Fs and F minuses. You you, you know, you you I'm sure they could all in theory be A's if the players all felt that way about all of the key categories. So I just think it's great the NFL PA does it. And and yeah, there's a there's a way to leverage it to your advantage if you want to. And I'd like to think that in a competitive environment like this, teams that do well will try to weigh, uh, try to find a way to get it to, to help them get players for less money than it otherwise might have cost them.
2: Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. All right, Mike, let's get into the quarterback names at the Combine, what you're hearing, the scuttlebutt on these guys, the teams linked to, what the packages might be for players, starting with Justin Fields.
1: Well... We interviewed Ryan Poles, the GM of the Bears, yesterday on our show, PFT Live. We had a roller coaster of a day with 15 different GMs and coaches. Between what he said on our show, what Matt Eberflus, the head coach, said at the podium, we've come to the conclusion they're trading Justin Fields and they're going to draft Caleb Williams. Now, I don't know what they're going to get for Fields and some of the stuff that polls and everflu said yesterday could be calculated if it was strategic and deliberate to pro- uh, prompt fields to ask to be traded. Because I, I almost feel like they know they're not going to get great value for fields. So if fields ask to be traded and they just kind of have to trade them and they don't do a very good trade, they don't look as bad as if You know, Fields didn't ask to be traded. Fields wants to stay, and that's the best they can do, whatever they end up doing. And who knows? People are talking about a second-round pick, but who knows? You better have two teams or more who are at the table for Fields if you want to maximize what you're going to get. So I think they're going to trade him, and they need to do something soon because with all these other free agents out there and Russell Wilson's going to be cut and there's a bunch of names this year for veteran quarterbacks, the seats are going to fill up and the music's going to stop And the Bears are going to be stuck with a guy that they can't trade if they don't trade him before some of these other deals get done.
0: How many actual teams do you think there will be
1: interested in Justin Fields? I think it's going to be the Falcons. And beyond that, I just don't know because, look, you can get Kirk Cousins without having to give up a draft pick, you can get Russell Wilson. Presumably for one point two one million for one year after he's cut by the Broncos and he takes that league minimum and sticks the Broncos with the balance of the thirty nine million fully guaranteed he's gonna make this year. You can get other guys without having to give anything up. And if you trade for Justin Fields, coming through the door, he makes three point two million, but there's a twenty five point three three four million dollar fifth year option, you have to pick up or not pick up by early May. He may want to be paid right away. You might not want to pay him. You might want to let him play out a year. You better be sure he wants to come play for you and that he's okay with you waiting a year or so before making a decision on what you're going to do with him long term because you want to give up a second-round pick for a guy who's, who's pissed off right out of the gates because you're not going to give him the contract he thinks he's earned. How about Russell Wilson, Mike? What's going on there? He's going to get cut, and I was stunned to see some of the names last week that were suggesting that he could still end up being the quarterback of the Broncos. No, it's not going to happen. $37 million becomes fully guaranteed for 2025. if He's on the roster on March 17th. He already has $39 million fully guaranteed this year. The heart of the problem that went back and forth between player and team last year was that the team wanted to delay the vesting of that $37 million by a year. So they aren't in a position where they got to throw $37 million in good money after $39 million in bad money. And he said no, and he said some himself on Brandon Marshall's podcast recently that will not make the Broncos feel any better about the situation. They're going to say, you gotta, you got to push this date back a year. He's going to say no, and they're going to cut him, period. And then the question is, what are the Broncos going to do? And what's he going to do? If he really will do 1.21 million, we talked about this last week, but how could the Steelers not be interested in a guy who has done what Russell Wilson has done? If he's going to play for the league minimum 1.21 at a time when the salary caps now 255.4, that gives you so much cap dollars that you can use on other players for this one year that your quarterback isn't, isn't taking up. And you're getting a guy that's done some pretty good things. Mike Dulac
2: wrote today that they only see him as a backup.
1: Well, then he's not going there. He's not going there. Look, I think the stuff Dulac reported 10 days ago is accurate. I was talking to some people last night, and as stupid as it sounds, they're going to do the Kenny Pickett-Mason-Rudolph thing. Unless they've got one hell of a poker face here, and they're trying to set up some kind of a deal that's going to catch us all by surprise, they are doing this, pick it, and root off, and hope for the best competition.
0: Oh, that's inspiring. Uh,
2: do you that have a hot good. NFL draft rumor that can maybe cheer us up after that comment?
1: Anything juicy no. you've heard there? Oh. Sorry. Uh, no, no, because it's more right now the focus is free agency. There's, You know, it, it, it. when free agency started, there weren't many years where veteran quarterbacks were available. It's like there's more and more every year, and this year it's just crazy the number of guys that are out there. Um, I, I did. I, and as much as I love George Pickens and I'm a big George Pickens supporter, I picked up some stuff on how he's viewed by high level executives with other teams. And it's not good. It's not good. The returns on George Pickens, at least as it relates to his reputation among others who might've scouted him when he was coming out of Georgia and did homework on him. then it's, it's just not good. And people aren't surprised that Mike Tomlin's having, having, challenges keeping him under control.
0: Wow. Um, do people think that that, are those same people thinking that eventually this is going to be a situation that just comes to a head and, and sort of blows up with Pickens then?
1: Well, it didn't go that far. I was, I mean, I obviously I can't, I can't tell you who I was talking to cause then nobody will talk to me, <laughs> but these are two names that anybody who follows the NFL would instantly recognize. And as soon as his name came up, it was just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. So, uh, and I was shaking my head as I was making those unintelligible sounds. No, 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 no. So I I think they're not surprised by what's happened so far. And they don't think that it's going to end well for Pickens in Pittsburgh or, you know, that it's going to end well for him anyway. And it's a shame because he is a special talent. And I hope that there's any maturing that needs to be done. He'll, just like Art Rooney, look in the mirror and do what you have to do to change the way you're viewed to try to get more out of your NFL career.
2: Great stuff, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. Mike, we'll do it again next week.
1: Thanks, guys.